want to jump right into the message this evening, and I do not intend on preaching very long or preaching very hard, but I want to just leave you a uh, truth this evening uh, from Psalms chapter number 8, and uh, let me just reiterate, those of you that will be traveling, be careful, and I look forward to you getting back in town. Let's pray for one another uh, during this holiday time and enjoy uh, the time that God has given us. Uh, Psalms chapter number 8, I'm going to read the entire chapter, uh, then I'll bring our attention to our text verse this evening, and uh, then there's a thought, a truth uh, that the Lord's put on my heart that I just, I just, I've just, I have just been dwelling on it all week long, and I want to leave it with us tonight. I believe it'll be a help to us, a good reminder for us. Verse number 1, Psalms chapter 8, O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. Who has set thy glory above the heavens? Out of the mouths of babes and sucklings hast thou ordained strength because of thine enemies, that thou mightest still the enemy and the avenger. When I consider thy heavens, the work of thy fingers, the moon and the stars which thou hast ordained, what is man that thou art mindful of him, and the son of man that thou visitest him? For thou hast made him a little lower than the angels, and hast crowned him with glory and honor. Thou madest him to have dominion over the works of thy hands. Thou hast put all things under his feet, all sheep and oxen, yea, and the beasts of the field, the fowl of the air, and the fish of the sea, and whatsoever passes through the paths of the sea. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. Draw your attention back to verse number three. When I consider the heavens, have you considered the heavens? You ever walked out? On a clear night, look up in the sky and just see all the stars up in the sky. I don't know if you've ever done that. I, I love doing that. Consider the heavens. Consider that God spoke every star into place. Consider that God knows the name of every star. Scientists scramble with their charts and they name galaxies and they name different stars. God's already named them. And you just, just let that sink in for just a moment. Have you considered that? Have you considered how the earth rotates in such a way? We get our day, we get our month, we get our year. How the solar system works as God instructed it to work. Well, you consider the magnitude, consider uh, all, everything that God has done. Have you considered the heavens, the work of thy fingers, the moon and the stars, which thou hast ordained? What an awesome thought. Let me give you what I want to give you tonight in verse 4. What is man compared to the galaxies? What is man? Compared to the heavens, what is man? Compared to the expanse of the solar system, the millions of stars, all the, 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 the scientific laws that are in place, the, the, the bigness, the magnitude, the grandeur, what is man in comparison to that? But you know what my Bible tells me in verse number 4? God's not thinking about the stars. God's not considering in his mind the heavens. Verse number 4 says, what is man 
that thou art mindful of him, and the Son of Man, that thou visiteth him. What a thought that the God who created all things, of course created you and I, but he's mindful of us. This evening I want to speak on this simple thought. You are on God's mind. You are on God's mind. Father, I pray that for just the next few minutes that we'll be reminded of what is a very awesome thought, was a very powerful thought. Father, I pray that we'll be encouraged tonight, we'll be challenged, convict us in areas we need to be convicted. But Father, I pray our mind will take us throughout the message to the truths that you'd have presented tonight. May we leave here feeling loved, leave here knowing that we've never been forgotten. And Father, may we just be encouraged to serve you in a greater way. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. The word mindful means attentive. It means regarding with care, bearing in mind, heedful. So when the scripture tells us, what is man that thou art mindful of him, what the scripture is asking is, what is man in the fact that God pays attention to him. God considers what we do with great regard. He's bearing in mind certain things as he thinks of us. He's heedful by definition. Think about that. Uh, one of the great failures that I think you and I have as people and people in general is we don't think enough. We've all made decisions where we say, well, I certainly didn't think that through. And here you are, married 25 years later. I mean, I just, I, I don't know what to tell you. But we don't think enough. I think of what David said in the Psalms, while I was musing, the fire burned. Why have you thought? I hope you have. I hope you've thought today about what it means to be saved. And to think about that, to think about your Savior. We don't think about the things that we should think about enough. We don't think about people enough. I love the holidays for a lot of reasons, but one of the, the reasons you love the holidays is you're, you're around the people you care the most about more than during the rest of the year. You have that time set aside in most cases. We give gifts as an expression of our love and our feelings toward one another. But I hope it's not the only time you think about family. I hope it's not the only time you think about people. But it would do us well to think on certain things. But with the context of the message in mind, we think of the fact that the Almighty God is mindful of us. The Almighty God pays attention to us. Think of it in this respect. God, who spoke every star into space. God, who has named every star. God, as you look up at that galaxy and you look up into the heavens and you look at the magnificence, I don't know if you've ever had the privilege of seeing just a, just a beautiful, beautiful sunset. Well, you get over on the west coast and you get out, get out that way and you see that sunset. It is a beautiful thing to see the sunset. Now, I'm not going to mention if you've seen the sunrise because I know some of you, you have no idea what that concept is. But uh, see that all that God does... But yet, that's not what's on God's mind. 
Let me put it in this way, and then I'm just going to make, give, give you just a few things tonight, and we'll be done. God is keeping up with the details of your life. I want you to think about how big that is. I want you to think about how important that is. Let's be honest tonight. You're not even keeping up with the details of your life. I don't know if you've ever said it or thought it or verbalized it. I just, there's so much going on. I can't keep up with it. I can't keep things straight. I don't know what I'm going to do. And, and then, then, if, then, then if, you, if, you're, if you're a female, then you start crying and then you, then you get it together. And then you, I just don't know how, what I'm going to do and how I'm going to do it. But I want you to think about it. We cannot even keep up with the details of our own life. We, we as, as parents, we have children. You try and manage the best you can to, to keep everything in order, but you, you can only do so much. But there's a God who sits on his throne who not only has you and I on his mind, he's keeping up with every detail of your life. Every fear in this room tonight God's aware of it. Every doubt in this room tonight, God's aware of it. Every burden in this room tonight, God's aware of it. God is keeping up with every detail of your life. You and I are on the mind of God. He is attentive. God sits on his throne. He's aware of everything that is going on in your life. He's aware of everything going on around you that affects your life. He's paying close attention. He's attentive. He, he, nothing nothing uh, uh, fools him. Uh, he, he misses no detail. He knows every situation that you deal with. What is man that thou art mindful of him? I'm just going to give you four things tonight that I remind myself I know there's times in my life I have questions about why God is doing something. What is God actually doing? We all get to places in our life at some point, well, it just seems like nobody cares. During this holiday season, it's a tough time for some people. For some, some, some of our church family, this is a difficult time because it's a reminder of who is not there. We have church family that will celebrate a Christmas, the first Christmas without a loved one. That's a difficult thing. Well, I wonder if anybody cares about me. We have a tendency, don't we, when we rush to the side of somebody in crisis. That week, they, they, they lose a loved one. They bury that loved one. They get all the cars. They get all the letters. They get all the prayers. They get all the hugs. They get the pats on the back. We're there. We're there. We're there. But life moves on. Sometimes we may ask the question, well, everybody just kind of moved on. I wonder if everybody's forgotten, but I'm still hurting. I wonder if everybody's forgotten that I still have this burden. I wonder if everybody's forgotten that I still have this difficulty and we ask prayer for something or we are aware of a situation and we take it before the Lord. But let's be honest. We've got a lot of details in our own life we're trying to keep up with. We're trying to keep our head above water. We're concerned about those that are closest to us. And we may have a tendency to say, well, I just don't think anybody understands what I'm going through. Humanly speaking, 
that may or may not be true. But God is concerned with every detail of your life. And let me just say, if God can call the millions of stars by name, He can keep up with you. He can keep up with me. That should give us great comfort tonight as we head into the end of the year and we look back on 2019, what we have experienced are all of the highs, all the lows, all the mountaintops, all of the valleys, all of the difficulties, some that we may not have anticipated when the new year rolled around. And we look ahead to 2020. Uh, for somebody, there's something coming in the new year that you're not anticipating, that you never saw coming. And you're going to ask the question, why God? Or you're going to say, does anybody realize what I'm going through? Tonight, I just want to remind us that we are on the mind of God. Let me give you four statements to consider when we think of the fact that we are on the mind of God, this helps me. I trust that it will help you. Number one, if, God, if we are on the mind of God, then God is aware of our burdens and our needs. I know some of the burdens that are represented in this room. And the burdens that I know of are big burdens. I don't know every burden. I don't know every need tonight. But can I tell you who does? God does. God does. You know, sometimes that does not comfort us like it should comfort us. Because sometimes we want sympathy. Sometimes we want somebody, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes we want somebody to sit and weep with us, and there's certainly some merit to that. But when it's all said and done, when all the tears have been shed, and everybody goes their separate way, and you're still left carrying that burden day after day after day, and you still have that heartache that you deal with, there is a God in heaven who's not keeping up with the stars. There's a God in heaven who doesn't have to control. He's set in motion. When the sun is going to rise, when the sun is going to set, oh, but we have a God who sits on his throne, and he's aware of every burden that I have. He's aware of every burden that you have. He's aware of every need, and if man doesn't consider it, God considers it. God's aware of every burden. So if you, in the new year, you encounter a burden that you didn't anticipate, you have a need that you never thought you'd have, be reminded, there's a God who's aware of it. Pastor, can you help? I can pray for you. But there's some things man cannot solve. There's some things man doesn't even know what to say. Let's be reminded tonight that there's a God in heaven who's aware of our burdens and our needs. Number two, this is one of the, my favorite things to remind me of. God remembers our humanity. Psalms 103, if you want to write the reference down, verse 14, for he knoweth our frame, he remembereth that we are dust. God remembers our humanity. Let, let me help some of you out tonight. You're not perfect. Mom, did you hear me? Dad, did you hear me? You're not perfect. You may hold yourself to that standard. You may hold somebody else to that standard. But God remembers we're but dust. 
Hey, isn't it a discouraging thing to fall flat on your face? Isn't it a discouraging thing to say, I've got it mastered this time. I'm going to get this all together this time. I'm going to do this for the Lord this time. I'm not going to stumble over this this time. Only to stumble. Only to fail. Only to come up short. And we get frustrated. And we get defeated. And we get discouraged. And we want to, 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 to punish ourselves. And there's nothing wrong with being upset because you fall short of God's standard. You fall short of even your own standard. But let me remind you tonight, we have a God who is a long-suffering God because he knows exactly what we are. And by the way, let me interject. If God knows we're dust, it's good for us to be reminded that we're all dust. Brother so-and-so disappointed me. Miss so-and-so disappointed me. Have you thought about who you've disappointed lately? People fail. That's why we we have a responsibility to pray for one another and love one another and forgive one another and encourage one another because we all are dust and we are all going to need the help of others at some point in time. But we have a God. It's a, it's, it's, it's a discouraging thing to look at your own failures. It's a discouraging thing to see your strength fall short of what you think you ought to have. And have your wisdom not reach where you think your wisdom ought to be. And fall short of a standard that is set. But God remembers we are but dust. He remembers our humanity. Number three. I like this one too. When God thinks of us and we're on his mind, he still loves us unconditionally. But God knows everything about us. God knows our burden tonight. God knows your heartache. There's no side of that coin. God knows the real you. God knows the thoughts. God knows the heart. God sees the failures that nobody else sees. God knows about us, but what we wish we didn't know about ourselves. And yet, God loves us unconditionally. You think about the love that we are supposed, the way we're supposed to love. Aren't we supposed to love as God loves? Aren't we supposed to love in the way that he loves? Oh, we like to say that. Well, I just, well, as the Lord loves, that's what I want to do, and I'll love the things that God loves. Yeah, you let somebody disappoint you and still love them. You let somebody wrong you and still love them. That's what God did. He loves us unconditionally. You know, some people are hard to love. Pastor, I don't know if that's true. How many of you got a mother-in-law? Oh, no, no, anyway, that's, that's a whole nother, no. Some people are hard to love. Oh, I know. I'm thinking of three people right now that are just hard to, hard, hard to love. No, okay, let me just be a little more blunt. You're hard to love. I'm hard to love. Not as hard to love as you're hard to love, but, but you, you get the point. Why? Because we're flesh. We're human. We fail. God knows us as nobody else knows us. And he still loves us unconditionally. We think of the, as I preached this morning, of the birth of our Savior. 
leading to the crucifixion of our Savior. Now, He died for our sin. For God so loved the world. He loved us unconditionally. Number four, and I'm through. See how good I'm being tonight? Merry Christmas. You're going to get out early. This encourages me. God desires to bless us. I know I will, but I don't want to get to heaven. And I don't know exactly how it's going to be. I hadn't been there. But I don't want to find out there's more blessings I could have had that I didn't have. It's a powerful thought to think that in comparison to the magnificence of the heavens, God thinks about me. He's aware. He's aware. He's aware. Uh, you ever been in the room with, with, as a child with a teacher and you think you're getting away with something, but they're always aware? God is even more attentive to that. Always aware of what's going on in our life. And, and I, it's an awesome thought to think that he knows my needs. It's an awesome thought to think that he loves me unconditionally. But then, then to know what I am, to know my failures, to know that I'm flesh and know all the tendencies that I have as, as a human and all these failures with this flesh that I, that I have to battle as you have to battle and still wants to bless me. Friend, I believe there's a God in heaven who sits on his throne and he thinks about his children and he wants to bless his children. He wants to answer their prayer. He wants to provide for them. He wants to do more for them than they really want to do for themselves. And to think that there's a God in heaven that wants to bless me, that's an awesome thought. That's a powerful thought to think that I have a God who's aware of my needs and he wants to bless me. Often, when we're feeling sorry for ourselves, we'll say, well, nobody really cares. What an untrue statement. What an accusatory statement. But perhaps we've all been there at some point in our life. Nobody knows what I'm going through. Do you know you have a God who thinks about you? You have a God who's aware of your needs? I've just decided in my life, you have to make this decision for you. I've just decided that I'm never going to quit on God. If this whole world turns their back and walks away from him with God as my helper, I'm not. Uh, I told a preacher recently, it says, do what you want to do, but I've got no quitting me. And I don't say that to honor and glorify me. It's a powerful thought to think I have a God on his throne with everything going on in this world and his whole, all of his, his magnificent creation. To think that I have a God who sits on his throne and loved me enough to send his son to pay my sin debt and loves me enough to offer blessings and loved me enough to preserve his words so that when I'm in my valley, I can open the word of God and I can say, God, where are you? The God of Elijah, the God of Abraham, the God of, the God of Moses, where are you? To know that my God gives me the same promises. Oh, I don't want to disappoint my God. I don't want to turn back on my God to think that he loves me. How many of us at some point in our life, whether as a child, I don't want to disappoint my mom. I don't want to disappoint my dad. 
Maybe it was a teacher. I don't want to disappoint my teacher. I never had that one, but I don't want to disappoint a teacher. Maybe it's, I don't, I, there, there's a, another figure in your life that was a blessing. I don't want to disappoint them. I don't want to disappoint my pastor. Well, how about this one? How about we live in a way not to disappoint the one who are always on his mind, the one who's always attentive to our needs, the one who I believe sits on his throne in anticipation. How can I bless? How can I bless? And friend, it was, I know it was mentioned at least once this morning. We obey this book. God will bless us. We obey this book. God will honor it. We're faithful to his word. There will be blessings. Just a thought to leave with you before Christmas. As we get closer to the end of the year. Burdens don't go away just because there's a gift under the tree. Heartache, broken hearts aren't healed just because there's a gift under the tree. Difficulty, the task in front of us, doesn't cease to exist just because we pause at the end of December to enjoy some time with friends and family. Friend, in the new year, remember, we have a God who thinks of us. We have a God who's aware. And just when you think you're losing control, remember you got a God who's in control. When you think nobody considers what you're going through, you have a God who's more aware of what you're going through than you're aware of what you're going through. Father, we thank you tonight.